0: upset alert upset alert we have an upset alert the new jersey devils for the second straight night have made me look foolish they made my predictions wrong and you know what they stunned the hockey world by upsetting the top team in the east of right now so uh are the new jersey devils the real deal we have a lot to discuss in this episode so buckle up and i just want to say to the new jersey devils i'm sorry i've doubted you the last couple of games i will take everything into consideration and next time i make my analysis okay let's roll it Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently twelve oh eight a.m. Eastern Time, February the nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one, at the time of this recording. Now, you guys are probably wondering why am I recording this episode so early in the morning or so late at night. I don't know when you guys go to bed. Let's just say it's been a long day for me, and I'll just leave it at that. But let's focus on some of the positive aspects of my day. The New Jersey Devils came out with a win over the Boston Bruins by a score of 3-2. to And guys, we have uh, taken the Boston Bruins to the max. So if you remember in game one of the matchup, yes, we lost in a shootout, but we still took them to the absolute max, and we kept our foot on the gas pedal in game two, in which we came out victorious in another OT battle. And everyone remembers Sharon Govich's game-winning goal, am I right? That was his first career NHL goal. Also, it was in OT when the final seconds were winding down, and it looked like we were going to another shootout. And now we beat them 3-2 at their home arena at TD Garden, and it was in regulations. So no OT needed for this matchup, so that was really nice to see. It seems like we step up our game against really good opponents. So the Boston Bruins, like I told you guys, they're at the top of the standing. So, you know, the fact that we could take this team to the max and we can compete with them day in and day out is really exciting to see. Now, uh, for the second time in a row, as I stated in my cold open, I said that for the second night in a row, the New Jersey Devils have proven me wrong because in our last game against the Rangers, which, by the way, if you guys have not checked out those couple of episodes in which I did an episode uh, crossover with John Chick, and then I gave my uh, last game recap over the Rangers, please give those a listen. Those are, you know, really popular right now. You guys seem to love it when I dissect our games against the Rangers. But uh, in the meantime... Uh, they, they proved me wrong in our 10th game and our first game back from, uh, the hiatus. The New Jersey Devils came out victorious over the Rangers. I thought they would be really slow. I didn't think that they would, you know, get the job done. And also in this matchup, I said it will be a challenge because, you know, we're playing the top team in the East. Uh, you know, they have played their games uh, during our hiatus, and, you know, it's just like they're not really slowing up. So it's just like if we want to beat this team, you know, a defensive minded team, we really got to be on our A game. And we were. So before we talk about about that I need to talk about some uh respective players that did not make the trip to Boston to play the Bruins at the TD Garden those players are Ryan Murray and Travis Zajac so Travis Zajac as we all know is off the COVID protocol list and he joined the team uh a couple days ago as in he was added to the official active roster however he did not make the trip to Boston same with Ryan Murray he's still out with his illness i personally think that he might have the stomach flu because like I said they said it's nothing COVID related so well I, you know I've uh, talked about that enough and he sure is still on the COVID protocol list surprise surprise so I would expect Jack and Murray to join our team sooner rather than later I expect for them to maybe be out for one more game and then You know, but I don't know because our next game is going to be against the Sabres and that's going to be at home. So, you know, I think it'll be easier for them to be inserted to the lineup. But obviously, that's always up in the air. So I don't know what's going to be happening. So... Uh, you know, and for he's your, I don't expect him to, you know, be back anytime soon. So, uh, but that's just my opinion because he hasn't been back this soon. So, you know, why stop? But anyway, let's talk about a player who recently was inserted back into the lineup and played in this game. And that is Sammy Vatnin So Sammy Votnin in this game, he had a plus minus of one. He had one shot on goal and he was second on the team in this game in hits with three. So Subban had four and, um, yeah, so Votnin, not really anything to write home about, but, you know, sooner rather than later, like I said, just give him some time and he will come into fruition, so speaking of a player who came into fruition, well, you know, technically, he's one of our captains, so I would expect him to come into fruition very soon, but let's talk about Kyle Paul Mary, so remember what I told you guys in the last episode, and the episode before that, and the episode before that, well, you know, I think, but anyway, any episode that I talk about Kyle Paul Mary, I just said, if he keeps shooting, just lets it fly, does not hesitate, Then he will get his first goal of the year. And guess what? He got his first couple goals of the year. And I don't know what else to say about Paul Berry because, like, uh, this was the longest time that he has gone without scoring his first career goal. So everybody knows that prior to this game, he had played in nine contests and he had no goals of the year. So, you know, everyone was a little concerned and uh, it was just like, what, when is it gonna come? We know it's coming, but when? But finally, on game number 10, lucky game, double digit, he finally gets his first pair of goals of the year, and he helped lead our team to victory, so that's what I was saying in yesterday's episode, saying who going to be that player that just catches lightning in a bottle and just has a really good game to keep our momentum going, so in the last game against the Rangers, it was Quokanen, because Quokanen obviously had three assists, he was passing the puck really well, and you know, he was just that X factor, so Uh, For teams uh, to be successful, they always need an X factor to do well in each game. So, you know, if you guys watch the MLB, if you watch the NFL, and, you know, obviously the NBA and now the NHL, so... You know, keep an eye on an X-Factor for each game because that's what separates the good teams from the bad teams. Because usually the bad teams, they usually stay in the same position. So look at the Sabres, for example. You know, look at Taylor Hall, for example. I feel bad for Taylor Hall. I really do. But he's really doing little to nothing. But, um, you know, uh, anyway, back to the New Jersey Devils. We always need that player that just steps up and really does something big for our team. And, you know, Paul Mary just finally just saying, I'm in the scoring book. That really, you know, takes the burden off my shoulders. And another X-Factor I want to talk about is Janssen. So if you guys hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically said that Janssen was leading the team in the last five games in plus minus, And his plus and plus-minus improved once again. So in this game, he had a plus-minus of two, and he also had an assist. So Janssen has really stepped up, and I think we need to give more credit to Janssen because, yes, the stats don't pop out or anything, but the fact that he's improving on his plus-minus, Minus the fact that, you know, uh, it seems like the team seems to do better when he's on the rink because at the beginning of the year, everyone was complaining, saying that, oh, Janssen, he's just, you know, taking up space. He's doing little to nothing. His plus minus is atrocious. I think we need to look at the slowly but surely progression that Johnson is doing. And that's what I'm proud about the New Jersey Devils for is just their progression. So, like, we have people like Jack Hughes, which, by the way, Jack Hughes uh, had an assist this game. And uh, he had two shots on goal, so, you know, nothing to really write home about. But still, improving each and every day. You know just just look at what Jack Hughes has been able to do look at what Ty Smith has been able to do obviously Ty Smith didn't do anything in the game but still just look at the progression that the New Jersey Devils are making day in and day out and it seems like we always have that X factor because it seems like every game that we get especially the big game wins it seems like we always have that player that just steps up and so for today it was Paul Mary so Paul Mary is my player of the game and don't worry I'm not gonna leave anyone out we're definitely gonna talk about Mackenzie Blackwood later in the episode and also i'm gonna give you guys my final analysis as to whether we should be excited about the new jersey devils or if we should just pump the brakes and just say hold up wait a minute i think uh it's a little too early to decide or is it just enough games, like whatever the case might be. Obviously, a lot of people are really excited, including myself. Like, I love seeing when the Devils prove doubters wrong, including me. I got to admit, you know, I have doubted them the last couple of games and they proved me wrong. So, you know, I admit my guilt, but at the same time, we have to be realistic and just hope that you know, uh, can this remain consistent, whatever the case might be, like I said, I think this scheduling kind of works into their favor, because, you know, you just play the same few teams night in and night out, and you don't really have to worry too much about scouting, but at the same time, that could come back to haunt you, whatever the case might be, but anyway, I am running low on energy, guys, so you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take a built bar to keep me going, so anyway, let's talk more about the New Jersey Devils, but hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hey, 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 You don't know what a Bilt Bar is? Let me tell you something about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Bilt Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew you? Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Bill Bars are healthy. Bilt Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bill Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BillBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BillBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to re- Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. So anyway, if you're a New Jersey Devils fan, like myself, there's obviously a lot of good to take away from this game. So for example, the Devils just scoring three goals in one period really says something. Especially when our alternate captain finally gets his... uh, you know, rut out of his mind, gets the monkey off his back, whatever the case might be, finally gets his first two goals to hit the twine. So, you know, that's really exciting to see. And one of them was a shorthanded goal. So that's something the Devils, you know, have been trying to do all season, but it fails them. That's why I personally think they are in last place for the penalty kill because there are too many instances where they either look passive Or they just try to get the shorthanded goal and it just doesn't work out for them But anyway, we need to talk more about their specialty teams because yes, there was a lot of good to take away from this game But at the same time, I do need to focus on some of the bad areas So I just want to say that uh, before we talk about the bad before you guys talk about me being a negative Nancy Whatever case might be because some of you have called me out on it I just want to say that Zaka had a good game. He looked really well out there. I already acknowledged Paul Mary. We're going to acknowledge Mackenzie Blackwood because you guys know I'm a huge Mackenzie Blackwood kind of guy. I already gave guys shout-outs that deserve shout-outs, including like Hughes and Janssen. And while most people might miss it on the score sheet, Subban actually had a pretty good defensive game because he had four hits, two block shots. So, you know, uh, the overall contribution from P.K. Subban... It's starting to come out. I just wish it would translate into more points. But anyway, let's talk about the specialty teams for the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, would it surprise you guys that we have never given up a full-strength goal to the Boston Bruins this season? Yet, we still lost in a shootout game to them in our first game of the year. And then, you know, the very next game, uh, we beat them in OT thanks to Sharon Govich, as I stated. And in this game, it was a close game. 3-2? to two. Like, you know... It looks like the Devils had their foot on the gas pedal. But what am I referring to when I say that they have not given up an even strength goal to the Boston Bruins? What I mean by that is that all the Boston Bruins goals this year, you know, albeit from the shootout, you know, that's an exception, uh, have come from the power play. It's the power play, everybody. So remember in the last episode, I told the New Jersey Devils that if you are going to put the Boston Bruins into the power play opportunity Do not do that. They are one of the best power play units in all of the NHL. I forget where they are exactly. I stated in the last episode, I believe they're top 10. So, you know, you do not want to play fire with them because you gave yourself uh, a very vulnerable chance. To possibly lose the game and let Boston charge back because you cannot give them free opportunities. So I told you guys, you could do that against the Sabres. You could do that against the Rangers and most likely it won't come back to bite you. But if you do that to Boston consistently, they're going to do whatever it takes to put you guys into the penalty box and you know put you down a man put you into the penalty kill cuz they know you're weak in that instance and try to charge back so for the new jersey devils i must say yes it's gl- i'm glad that you guys got the win i'm glad that you guys you know scored 3 goals in one period i'm glad that a few of you stepped up your game even if some of it doesn't show in the score sheet or if someone just you know decides not to pay attention to it i'm glad that you know you guys are doing so and putting the little numbers to try to improve upon your numbers but come on the specialty teams we cannot keep doing this and just because we won the game it's going to get overlooked and you know what that happens in all sports so you know when a team is struggling in a particular category and they end up winning especially a big game it won't get focused upon and it won't get emphasized so i am just saying for the sake of the new jersey devils and the new jersey devils fan base whoever's listening to this podcast episode Please, we need our specialty teams to do better. We need our penalty killers to do better because, guys, we are, you know, in dead last in penalty kill. And that's our Achilles heel. If we really want to legit make the playoffs and just shock the world, we cannot be having such a poor penalty kill. I'm going to stop ranting about it because I've ranted long enough. I've called out the players that need to be called out upon. I, you know, I know we got a shorthanded goal in one of the uh, power play opportunities for the Boston Bruins. But at the same time, that cannot get overlooked in the slightest, okay? Okay. That's really concerning if you're the New Jersey Devils. And look, guys, we haven't played 25% of the year. So, you know, there's a lot that can happen. So you don't want to look back upon and just say, oh, yeah, so, you know, we're just going to, you know, let our penalty killers just do their thing. And, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, that's just my concern for the New Jersey Devils moving forward. So shots on goal differential by both respective teams. Uh, The Bruins outshot the Devils by one shot, uh, 27 to 26. Uh, The Devils were 0 for 4 in their power play opportunities, so, you know, we did get a shorthanded goal, but at the same time, our power play numbers need to improve. So, our penalty killers and our power play opportunities need to improve. So, Lindy Ruff claims that they were working on that before the Rangers game, and yes, we did get a power play out of that game, but at the same time, you know uh i'm just saying that we're one for six in our last power play opportunities can't we you know improve upon that just a little bit because our numbers are not good so hits uh the new jersey devils out hit the uh boston bruins by 24 to 21 so three hits and you know i shouted out uh sammy Votnin for being aggressive and being second on the team in this game for hits uh, along with pk suban so you know that's a good thing right there so uh, another thing I want to talk about is, I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, Brad Marchand for the uh, Boston Bruins, it looks like he did a dirty play, and I called him out in the last episode, and I just want to say, look, I tried not to call him a dirty player because, you know, we have aggressive players like Miles Wood on our team, but it looked like Marchand tried to take out Jack Hughes's like face on one play. It's like he's trying to hurt our young prize possession, a guy who's helping us put points on the board, and yet he wants to take him out in the face. I mean, I mean, seriously, if Jack Hughes gets injured or is out for significant time, I don't want that to, you know, be the case. So Marshawn, I I, I don't know what, what, what's that guy's problems? Like he's gotten hit in the head too many times and once really hard as a baby. So I tried to bet on Marshawn and say that he wouldn't try to do a dirty play, but you know what? I lost that bet. So maybe you guys will have better luck than me with your bets. So go to betonline.ag to play some of your bets in the sports world, and uh, let's move on. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think it's time for the second live read this morning. Let's talk more about BetOnline.ag. All now, let's talk more about BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, sadly, but college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs, so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So, real-time, Time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at LockedOnBets, so that way you can get your predictions up and early, so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this That a third also visit at betonline underscore AG and they also have you covered as well. So bet online, your online sportsbooks experts, get with it and get in the action, everybody. So it seems like I'm turning into locked on senators because this is a goalie-friendly show. I don't think I've ever talked bad about this guy. Mackenzie Blackwood. What more can we say about him? So Blackwood, who is currently 4-0-1 is the fourth Devils goaltender to open a season with a point streak of five or more games, so shout out to Mackenzie Blackwood, because he made 25 saves for the Devils, and you know, obviously we have that point game streak that we're talking about, what more can I say about Blackwood, he's, no, 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 he's Mackenzie Blockwood, that's what he is, so Mackenzie Blockwood in this game, 25 for 27 and save opportunities for a save percentage of 926. So uh, let's keep in mind that the Devils gave up uh, two power play goals. So I'm not going to put the blame on Mackenzie Blackwood for that because like I told you guys, I am really hesitant to blame a goalie if their team goes into the power play because It's not the goalie's fault that uh, the team couldn't play disciplined enough. It's not the goalie's fault that they're short of a man. So, you know, they're in scramble modes. But, you know, at the same time, maybe I'm uh, just oversimplifying it. But at the same time, McKenzie Blackwood, Vesna Trophy winner in my opinion. So he is picking up right where he left off. And just shout out to McKenzie Blackwood. He's going to be the future for this New Jersey Devils team for a long time. I'm glad we signed him to that extension because... Uh, he's going to prove why he's a diamond in the rough, especially since goaltending this season in the NHL has been, you know, let's be fair, and for the most part, atrocious. So uh, before I give you guys my final post game thoughts, let's look at the standings out east. So the Boston Bruins are still kings of the east division. At 15 games played, they are 10, 3, and 2 with 22 points. Right behind them are the Flyers out in Philadelphia, 14 games played, 8, 3, and 3 with 19 points. Then the Capitals, 8, 4, and 3 with 19 points. The Islanders, 8, 5, and 3 with 19 points. The Penguins, 8, 6, and 1. With 17 points, then the good guys, the New Jersey Devils. Uh, obviously, we've played the least amount of games in the East Division. We are 6 3 2 with 14 points of the year. The Rangers are 5 7 and 3 with 13 points. And the Sabres are 4 7 and 2 with 10 points. So, my final game analysis for the New Jersey Devils, I am going to give them a b minus so you guys are probably going to be super mad at me for doing so but here's the thing the specialty teams for the new jersey devils continues to show its achilles heel 0 for 4 in the power play opportunities and then our penalty killers give up two power play goals for the Boston Bruins. And it gave the Boston Bruins some life, especially in period number three. So, uh, overall, the New Jersey Devils, they need to work on that. I can't continue to give them high grades if their specialty teams don't, don't do anything. So, you know, that's just my main concern for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, uh, it was a good game. I'm glad they got the win. It was definitely an upset over the top team in the East Division. I'm glad that they were able to get it done. But overall, the specialty teams cannot continue to do this. We cannot continue to do so and just, you know, expect for us to come out with a win like this. Or, you know, if we lose, then we wonder why we're losing. It's because, you know, specialty teams are letting, uh, you know, uh, us down, uh, Blackwood down. Uh, you know, Lindy Ruff is looking bad. So, you know, that's the one thing I had to say. So great game for the New Jersey Devils. It was a big win. I'm glad they got the upset. I'm glad that they were pretty much dead even in shots on goal with the Boston Bruins. They really challenged them. They just kept getting their shots off. That's why the New Jersey Devils were able to come out with the win because they just kept shooting the puck because remember this Boston Bruins team is a defensive minded team. So, uh, and you know, we kind of stacked up with them evenly in the offensive side of things. So, Uh, The weaknesses I said for the New Jersey Devils in the last episode was that Here's some issues that they might struggle with. They might struggle with the penalty kill, the power play, because, you know, the Boston Bruins are pretty good in both their power play opportunities and their penalty kill opportunities. But in terms of offense, we're pretty dead even, including goals allowed, goals against, average. So, you know, I just said, if we keep shooting the puck, we can compete with the Boston Bruins, but we just need that X factor, and we found it in Paul Mary tonight. So, overall, uh, yeah, just a B-minus for specialty teams, and, you know, I get as Boston Bruins but you know that that's just my opinion you can't continue to do that so it's like you know if you continue to make the same mistake but you know you do somewhat well in school the teacher might give you a pass or might not give you a pass whatever the case might be it really depends on the teacher I'm feeling generous so you know be my as I feel as though it's fair in my opinion so uh anyway are the New Jersey Devils the real deal and my overall final conclusion is they're a good team with potential but it's still way too early to call because if I get excited and just say the New Jersey Devils are the real deal, we're this, that, and a third, we're going to go all the way, we're going to shock the world. Guys, we are still really behind in terms of games played, and remember, these games are going to be coming at us faster than the speed of light, especially since could this happen again? Can we go on another hiatus? Will, you know, our games get postponed? I'd say in the future, at least five of our games are going to get postponed due to COVID. And, you know, what? that's just me just saying, like, you know, we just got to be open to that. So, uh, you know, that's overall my final assessment for the New Jersey Devils. Just way too early to call. I'm glad that we have a good record. I'm glad that we're over 500. I'm glad we're making strides. And I'm glad that some players are stepping up for us. But at the same time, let's pump the brakes and let's just take it one game at a time because this is what I said during the pregame show, like when I was talking about, my final uh, analysis for the New Jersey Devils coming into this year, which was, you know, just take it one game at a time, be patient. Hopefully some of these guys step up, including like Jack Hughes. Hopefully PK Subban steps up, you know, hopefully we can get something out of our young guys and we got something out of Ty Smith, you know, who hasn't done anything the last couple of games, but still is very an effective player and surprising a lot of people. So overall, New Jersey Devils excited, but at the same time, You know, let's just slow it down a little bit. That's all I have to say. But anyway, that's my final thoughts for the game against the Boston Bruins. So be B- for the New Jersey Devils. So let me know what you guys think on Locked on Devils. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a good review on uh, Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. You know what? This show has improved so much ever since I took it over in July. We went from like a two-star rating to like a... 3.6 rating so thank you guys for your support and just overall just what you guys mean to me me winning podcast of the week me getting these big time guest stars whatever the case might be you guys i am nothing without your guys support and your support means the world for me so you know i know i'm not always right i know i'm not always correct i know some of you might disagree with my analysis i might not always you know give you guys the best I try my very best, but, you know, at the same time, sometimes I can make mistakes. And you guys stick by me through thick, thin, and thinner. Even with those crappy episodes I made early on, I can't thank you guys enough. You, you stuck by me, and I just love, you know, talking about the New Jersey Devils with you guys. Overall, I'm just really happy with everything. So, uh, yeah, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Go Devils, and let's see what we do against the Sabres.